without any further ado, welcome to Titan Talk Tuesdays with me, John CEO and founder of Titan Medical Center. I'm here for you guys every Tuesday to do Q&As, questions and answering of anything that we do, anything from hormone replacement therapy, medical weight loss, vitamin amino acid injectable therapies, rejuvenation detox, libido enhancers, uh, nationwide blood work, peptides, anything that's going to make you feel better, look better, and perform better, we can help you guys out with nationwide, wherever you guys are at. So at that point, you guys have no excuse not to be in the best shape of your life, not to feel your best every single day, because we can help you out there through and through. So uh, Runa, what's going on? OT Medina, what's going on? DRH Jr. Irish Man, yo, yo, what's going on? Tommy Chavez, D Castellano. Castrolano, what's going on? All right, so let's talk about AOD 9604. Like I said, anything that we do, we guys, we can help you guys out nationwide. So wherever you guys are at, you guys can call or text us and we can set you up. Make sure you guys are feeling and looking and feeling your best, uh, performing your best and, um, and doing it every single day. So let's talk about one of the most popular therapies right now. Um, this one's a peptide therapy. And it's AOD 9604. It's anti-obesity drug 9604. Um, and at that point, what is this going to do for you guys? So obviously, New Year's, we're what, the second week? It's the 16th or midway through uh, January. This is where the make or break, I think, really starts happening with people that have New Year's resolutions that are hitting the gym and have not been so consistent before in their past. You know, you're going to get some people that really stick with it. They're starting to see a little bit of results and get more motivated by that. And then you're going to see some people that fall off, whether they're not getting enough results and they don't see why they should be going and doing all this different work and changes and shock to their body because they're not getting really anything out of it is what they think or they see. So at that point, we really got to start breaking down what's really going on. Now, for weight loss, listen, whether it's hormone problems or you, you know, you can't put the fork down or you don't go to the gym and you still want to lose weight. There are options for you on the table. Now, my biggest thing for you guys is to really change into a healthy lifestyle. That's what I preach. That's what I really want for all you guys out there. Uh, I want you guys to have, live a longer, healthier life um, and, and, and have fun doing it, right? And at that point, that's changing some things or making sure that you're being consistent on some of these things like a good nutri nutritional plan, good exercise plan, you know, sleep, um, you know, and be able to take intake water. And then at that point, you know, if you need therapies to optimize or to bring hormones back to where they need to be, this we can help out with. But AOD 9604. So this is a really cool peptide as far as, like I said, it's a weight loss peptide, fat burning peptide. And the cool thing about it is, is there's no stimulants in it. So this is good for people that might have cardiovascular issues, high blood pressure issues, um, and stuff like that. Because, you know, with having high blood pressure or cardiovascular problems, you know, stimulants can cause more of an issue with you down the road. It can raise blood pressure even higher. It can cause other cardiovascular issues if you have those problems already. So, you know, things with stimulants might not be a good choice for you, like ECA Stack Plus. You know, for me, might be really good. For you, might not be. So when we talk about OD, we talk about, you know, being able to do this little injectable every day with a little insulin needle um, and not causing any stress as far as high blood pressure or cardiovascular problems, but doing two major roles for you guys. And this is the good deeds of AOD 9604. So there's two main things that it does. One is lipolysis. So what it does is it starts unlocking the fat in your body and starts burning the fat, right? And then it inhibits lipogenesis. So what does that mean? 
it stops you from storing fat in the body and using that as fuel as well. So it actually helps um, rectify or make the metabolism better, right? It helps from you not storing fat in the body. It helps you with the food that you are eating, use as fuel like it should be instead of storing it as well. So unlocking the fat that's in the body too as well, that's another benefit from this. So if you're unlocking the fat that you already have, you're utilizing the food for, for energy instead of storing, and then you're, you're, you know, you're making your metabolism better, this is gonna be all around a better way for you guys to lose weight, a healthier way for you guys to lose weight. It might not be as fast as maybe semi-glutide tirazepatide, but it does work pretty quick. And with this, this is good for somebody that wants to lose a pound or wants to lose 10 or 15 pounds. If you want to start losing like 30, 40, 50 pounds or higher, that's when we probably go with like semi-glutide, tirazepatide, um, because these are really mass monsters when it comes to weight loss. But AOD9604 is awesome because it's a 176 amino acid sequence out of the 191 amino acid sequence that's in growth hormone. So it has all the great benefit effects that growth hormone will give you for weight loss and fat burning, but it has none of the negative effects or growth effects that would come with growth hormone. So your ears, your eyes, your nose, you're not going to grow bigger. Um, it's not going to affect IGF-1 levels, which that could be a benefit to you, but you know, it's not, doesn't have that property. It's not going to raise sugar levels either as well, because you know, sugar can be raised in some, some things and that could be a problem. So with AOD9604 right now, it's therapy of the week. So that means that you guys are gonna get $25 off until next week. So if you order it this week, you'll get $25 off your AOD9604 therapy. Um, you know, at that point, you can say, hey, listen, I see you on Titan Talk with John. I want the deal. Or I seen the newsletter. If you guys didn't see the newsletter, you guys need to get on the newsletter. And I'm gonna go over how to get on the newsletter at the end of this so you guys can all join and see what are the discounted or therapies of the week what do you guys got going on for events? And is there a new therapy coming or is it out already? Because everything is in the newsletter from everything that we do, from events, new therapies, therapy of the week, any discounts or specials are going on. You guys should be in the know about that so you guys can take advantage of all the great benefits that we're offering you guys. You know, so AOD9604 also does not require blood work. So at that point, if you want to get AOD9604, it's very simple and easy to do. All you have to do is fill out the new patient paperwork. You're going to see our medical provider via video conference that's recorded. They're going to go through all your health history, your family health history, your goals, symptoms. And at that point, make some recommendations about what would be best for what you're trying to achieve. And let's say they didn't mention AOD9604. You can always say, hey, listen, what about AOD9604? Do you think that would be a benefit for me, provider? And they'll go into all the benefits and if it would be best for you. It's all about personalized arrangement for you, not for everybody. It's not a cookie cutter type thing. It's more of a personalized thing. And that's how we want it for you guys. Okay? So it's real simple and easy. Call or text 727-389-3220. And uh, you guys can get in like that. We can send you a link and, and take care of you like that. Or you can be proactive, go right to the website, typemedicalcenter.com or any of our social media platforms, the link tree, and you can fill out the new patient paperwork right through there. It gets automatically submitted to us and we will call you and set up an appointment for you for AOD 9604 or any other therapy you're trying to achieve or get on. All right, man, Mandy M. Cook, what's going on? Jay Jacobs in the house, Bubba's Gym, what's going on? Joaquin, what's up? Uh, Rob, how you doing? Let's go, XO. It's... X me, Stein, 55, 5641. Rob, 
Rob had a question. He said, peptide therapy for shoulder injury pain, slight tear in the labrum. Okay. So, Flo Sherry, how you doing? All right. So, Rob, great question. So, if, if you have an injury in your shoulder or elbow, let's say it's golf elbow, tennis elbow, maybe a little tear in the labrum or shoulder problems or even inflammation throughout the body. Some of the best peptides to use, Rob, are going to be BPC-157 and TB-500. These are going to be your game changers as far as to help hopefully repair or, you know, make you feel better as far as the shoulder injury and getting rid of a lot of inflammation and creating new blood vessels. So this will bring blood to the area to hopefully help that area heal. Um, you know, I know a lot of people that have had the slight tears or even me that have pretty bad slap tears, superior labrum, anterior and posterior tears. Um, and for me, I can still lift and I can still go about my business. Now, should I get this fixed maybe in the future? I'm probably going to get surgery on my right shoulder just to make sure I'm back because I, I, quality of life is, you know, it hasn't gotten any worse since using the peptide therapies and such, but it's not getting super better, right? I'm able to lift, but sleeping out at night maybe is, is causing more impingement on the on the shoulder and I'm having other problems. So, you know, it helps me day to day. But sometimes you might need to get something else done to it and that might be surgery if it gets really, really bad. Now, mine's been bad for years. So at that point, it's just been taking more wear and tear over the years. I've been a former athlete and at that point, sometimes it just happens and you have to get it fixed. All right, so Sofo Sherry, Barbarian Hack, what's going on? Jimmy McFly, what's going on? Top Notch Auto Care, Mary, JD Lowe, uh, Venice, what's going on? Short and sweet, is there a difference in effectiveness of the shot or oral? Good question. Short and sweet, I love it. So, is there a difference in effectiveness of the shot or oral? So, yes, the injection are going to be a lot better, and that's going to be across the board for whatever you do. Now, not to say that the oral will not work, but are you going to get more absorption through an injection? Absolutely. And you can spot inject these injectables too as well, closer to the injured area. So you probably will get more effectiveness from an injection. Um, now, if you're totally against the injections, if you try oral, you'll probably get some benefit from it. But like I said, the shot is going to be definitely the way to go if you can do it. Okay. Angel, how you doing? Ghost of me, what's up? Blur, how you doing? Chrome Skull, Ashley, Ernie Ray in the house. What's up, cuzzo? Uh, Brian, Brian Pretty, what's going on? John Miller, what's going on? Am I a villain? What's up? All right, so if you guys got any questions, please shoot them out to me. All right, so we talked about that, right? So how is Tessa Merlin? Is it Nacho Man said Titan is the best. Thank you, James here from Minneapolis. How you doing, James? Hope you're staying warm out there. How is Tessa Merlin? So Tessa Merlin is another peptide therapy. It's kind of an expensive one. Um, but testimonial works pretty well for patients. Um, you know, it's just something you have to be very consistent with. Now, don't confuse this with semerolin because semerolin is a little bit different, but testimonial is good. It, you know, it can, it can help and raise in different things in the body. And it can help for recovery, help with sleep. So there are some different things, right? Where's this at? So we're in Tampa, Florida, as far as the headquarters, but Titan Medical Center services nationwide. So wherever you guys are at, we can service you guys. Um, whether it's a visit, blood work, or you need your medications, we can ship directly to your doorstep, to your office, wherever it's at. So no problems there. So if you guys have any questions about what we do, any of the therapies, anything that help you build lean muscle mass, lose weight, better libido enhancement in the bedroom, you know, that's the other thing. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there that want better libido enhancement. And there's a lot of people out there that are ashamed or... Um, 
they're embarrassed, or they don't want to talk about this. And, you know, I don't know why. Now, before, listen, there was a lot of people in the past that had to, you know, basically, you know, do some of these medications to perform in the bedroom. And then there's a lot of people out there that really don't know. They're like, listen, like, you know, I want better performance in the bedroom, but I don't know, like, who I should talk to about this, or I'm embarrassed to talk to somebody about this. You know, it used to be like that about testosterone too. Like you ask somebody like their testosterone 10 years ago, 11 years ago when I first started, oh, my testosterone's great. I have sex you know, two times a day or two times a day. And now I'm, I'm, I'm good. And those same people would literally call me probably the next day or two and talk about, mm, I, I ain't falling short in some of these different areas. Um, but, you know, I just don't want to bring that up in front of my friends or whoever I was in front of. Listen, that's totally fine. And that's your medical history. And if you guys don't want to share that with anybody, totally fine. Whatever you guys tell us here is lock and key, right? You guys are protected with us. So we are here to help you. So if there's any problems you might be having, be very truthful and honest. No matter who you're talking to here, whether it's a guy or a girl, right? We're all professionals here. And we've heard pretty much everything across the board over the years. For sure, 100%. So anything that you say is is definitely not going to uh, make us feel any different about you. We're just here to help. Will low dose of Remdex raise my LDL? So, you know, they have said about, you know, anastrozole, which is a Remdex, kind of messing with cholesterol. But it shouldn't raise LDL. What they do say is that it could lower HDL. Now, that doesn't happen to a lot of people. And I'm one included because I take anastrozole three times a week, one milligram. And um, I don't have any problems with my cholesterol so as far as HDL or LDL. Now, HDL is your good cholesterol, and LDL is your bad cholesterol. So, early bird, the next question I would ask you is, on your blood test, what was the ratio? Was it good or was it bad? Let me know. Was the LDL really high or just a couple points above? Because if your, your HDL to LDL ratio is good, then that really is the true sign of what's going on. Now, that doesn't mean you can't lower LDL a little bit more or raise HDL a little bit higher, but HDL you want higher, LDL you want lower, obviously, right? Um, I'm in New York City. I have 500 discs. Man, that's a lot, Johnny. Uh, definitely get hurt for sure. What are you doing for that right now? Let me know. Mike, A's, Mike, Mike Lynn AZ, I love my TRT. We'll never go without it. 320 a week for a year. I'll tell, I'll tell all my friends. 320 a week for a year, yeah. So I, I don't know what that means, Mike. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me know. Inform me. At least you're happy. All right? And that's what it's all about. Um, does, does testosterone increase blood pressure? Short, short and sweet. I love it. All right? Um, so usually testosterone does not increase blood pressure. Now, not to say that it couldn't, but usually blood pressure increases when testosterone aromatizes into estrogen, and estrogen goes real high. And if estrogen is real high, what it causes water retention, and then water retention can cause high blood pressure. If you're on a medical dose of testosterone, especially a female, right, then you should be on a very low milligram dose of testosterone. It's not going to be the exact same as guys. Guys is definitely a little bit higher, right? Where, um, where a woman could take one to five milligrams of testosterone, maybe up to 10 tops, 10 milligrams. Guys are taking from 100 to 150 to 200 to 300 milligrams per week. So it's a big difference in dosing. And, um, you know, maybe a guy, listen, if they have high blood pressure, they might want to get it in control, right? And they want to make sure that they're all healthy there. Blood pressure is, is an important thing to look at and to make sure you have in check. 
Blood pressure can be a silent killer. If blood pressure stays high, this can cause all kinds of detrimental things health-wise to you, including renal failure or kidney disease. Um, so at that point, you want to look at that cardiovascular problems. Um, so listen, blood pressure is definitely a main important thing. But if you're on a medical dose of testosterone being monitored, uh, you've never had really high blood pressure in the past or problems, you're usually not going to have any issues. Like I said, the people that I do see issues with with high blood pressure taking testosterone are not taking an aromatized inhibitor, and they look they look like the tomatoes. All right, so if you know guys before that used to juice and you knew they were just taking like underground stuff, like I could see people in the gym and they have the round face, and they have the round muscles. It's not defined. It looks just water retentive or bloated. Those are the people that might have damage of high blood pressure because of the water retention problems. So at that point, you know, if you're looking like this in the mirror, you need to go check your labs and make sure you're checking the right labs to make sure that things are under control. Being under control, you're usually not going to have any of these negative side effects. And think about it. If you put a guy's testosterone or female's testosterone within normal healthy range but optimized, then at that point, like, your body is, is fit to handle those numbers. It's when you go super physiological numbers, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, I'm shooting a gram a week, 500, 600 milligrams, you're going to start possibly having these other health issues because you got to get the other things under control. You can't increase one part of the body or system without increasing the other parts. You have to make sure it's in a harmonic balance. Your body needs to be in a harmonic balance to work optimally. All right, um, let me see what all I got. I got all kinds on TikTok here. All right, uh, dang, how'd you get 320, all right? Uh, 0.8 twice a week from a clinic. All right, so listen, 320 is a little high. I'll be honest with you guys. That's a lot of testosterone. Now, we would do 300 tops, right? And that's not much less, but being 320, I don't know really prescribes that. Now, hopefully you're on uh, an aromatized inhibitor too as well. Um, Jack Furman, I've been getting super tired throughout the day, which is new. I'm on 200 milligrams of TRT a week. So this is something you also need to look at. If you're on 200 milligrams a week, right, and you start off, and this happens to a lot of people that are on pellets too, your numbers start shooting up, you start feeling good right away. And then what happens is you start getting the conversion. And you start getting the conversion to estradiol and estrogen. So at this point, you need to look at what your estradiol numbers are, Jacob. Now, if they're too high or too low, this could cause you getting tired, really tired. You'd be like, oh man, I'm fatigued, or the, the testosterone's not working. This is bunk testosterone. Well, what you need to do is run a free and total testosterone test and an estradiol test to see really what's going on. And at that point, you will see what's up. And for some people, sometimes their free don't come up and they still feel tired. So this is something you need to look at. Want to see how many likes I can get in one minute? All right, well, you're not wrong, wrong place. Do you recommend donating blood taking 200 milligrams a week? So yeah, so... You know, whenever you're taking testosterone, I talk about testosterone replacement or hormone replacement therapy maintenance. And with this, you know, it talks about donating blood. Now, some people, um, they aromatize or they convert really quickly in H&H and red blood cell count, hemoglobin, hematocrit, and red blood cell count. So what happens is, is testosterone stimulates the bone marrow to increase red blood cells in the body. Hemoglobin hematocrit start increasing too as well. So some people, that increases really quick. Some people, it doesn't, right? But either way, you should want to donate. And you don't want to over-donate either because this can be bad too as well. But you want to have good, healthy numbers. Because if you don't, what happens is 
is your red blood cell count increases, hemoglobin hematocrit increase. And when those things increase, then you get thickening of the blood. And thickening of the blood is no good for you because your blood can't get to where it needs to go. This can have negative health issues like DVT, blood clots, strokes, and so on. And then at that point, if you have blood clots and DVTs, you're going to have to take medication like Xarelto, which are blood thinners, to hopefully get it out. You know, some they have problems with, and you might have other issues, uh, or, you know, heart attacks. You know, who wants to have a heart attack? Not me, right? And this could kill you, possibly, be terminal. So it's really key to check all these numbers to make sure you're good and to make sure you're getting monitored. Some people are really happy when they go to some of these doctors or these clinics and they're like fly by night or they're free for all. And that means that they'll give you whatever you want. You go in there like, hey, I want tests, I want DECA, I want this, I want this, I want this. Oh, no problem, let me write script. Where's my money? Oh, cool, gotcha, right? And they send you on your merry way. You know, they really don't care about your health or what's going on. And, and they don't really care about blood testing. Some of these places, you know, they, they might blood test you one time a year, if that. You know, and at that point, they're just letting you go. You do the initial blood test, which, of course, your, your numbers are not going to be high there. And then you go on these doses, and, and you have no idea. And you go on and on and on, and then something happens. Well, if they were monitoring you correctly, none of this would happen. Because they should be monitoring every three to six months and check your blood and see what's going on. And, and every 28 days to make sure you're okay, you're not having negative effects from medications, everything's going like it should. So... Just make sure you guys are doing all that stuff, all right? I jumped off my extra blocker, started crying over everything. Now I'm back on it. So if you jump off, you will start crying over everything. This is your estrogen going through the roof. Now just think about this, all right? Especially if you're a guy, you'll you'll relate to this. When we were younger, right? When girls were mad or they did something stupid or they were angry at us, like, man, is it that time of the month? Look at him, you know, kind of like in a joking manner. And I did too. I was like, hey, what's this time? is it your time of the month? Like, just joking. And they get really upset about that. Like, no, it's not my time of the month. Or, oh, okay, no problem. So you're just, you're just upset. Or, or uh. So really what it is, is when it is that time of the month, their hormones are fluctuated and estrogen's through the roof. And that's why they get like that. So it is true. It is because it's that time of the month and hormones are fluctuating. So for guys, it's it's the exact same thing. When when your hormones convert, and especially if you're on 320 milligrams a week, you're going to convert. And if you don't take that estrogen blocker and it's not dialed in correctly, you're going to have negative symptoms either way you go. If you take too much, you're going to you're going to be estrogen gone, right? And that could cause right? You're going to have problems in the bedroom. You're not going to be able to get it up. You're going to have dryness like you wouldn't believe. And it's going to feel like your joints are cracking and popping. And, like, ah, ah. and if it's too high, you're going to be sensitive, aggressive, you know, and, and not yourself. You know, it happens all the time for people that especially go to general practitioners and they only get testosterone. They think they're winning. They're like, man, I got testosterone. I'm good to go. You know, my insurance is covering this, everything like that. And then they go on a couple months and they start feeling crappy or they start feeling like this where they're crying over frisky commercials or, you know, some sad movie that they never cry about in their life. Ever, ever, ever. And all of a sudden, like, oh, and then they're thinking to themselves like, what's the matter with me? Right? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I know so many people that have been in this boat. So at that point, you need to make sure your estradiol is in check. And if that's all cool, your free tolls in included and all cool and everything else is working, then if you're consistent with your dose of medication, it shouldn't change. And you should stay the exact same. And you should be, you know, free-flowing and feeling good and just progressing, okay? 
All right, do I need to take my enclomathene prescribed with my TRT if not worried about fertility? So yes, and let me tell you why, Travis. So, you know, a lot of people, especially older guys, start getting hung up on this. Like, so we would offer before HCG with testosterone placement and you get aromatized inhibitors. So if you're on a program with tight medical center, you're on testosterone, you're on some sort of aromatized inhibitor, and you're on sort, sort of add-back therapy. And add-back therapy could be enclomiphene, it could be ATG, it could be kispeptin. But, you know, people get hung up on the fertility thing. And the older guys especially like, I already have kids. I'm not worried about getting anybody pregnant. I don't want fertility. Uh, I've already got, you know, two XYs uh, and 10 kids and I don't want any more. So I'm the first thing from that. So that's all fine and Danny. It's totally understandable. Being on testosterone without add-back therapy does not make you infertile. It does not say that you can't get anybody pregnant. It will lower your semen production, yes, but it will also cause your testicles to shrink and your natural testosterone production gets shut off completely. With ABAC therapy, taking clomiphene or ATG or cispeptin along with your TRT and your aromatized inhibitor, this is going to make sure that you have no negative symptoms like that. So your testicles aren't going to shrink. And when they shrink, guys, you, they start getting tight and it starts becoming feeling a little bit uncomfortable. It won't happen right away. It happens over time. And the next thing is, is you don't want your semen production to lower. I mean, that's, you know, during sex and stuff like that, like orgasming and having that. Um, girls feel a certain way about that usually sometimes. Guys feel a certain way about that sometimes. And if you're putting out, it's not going to really be good. Um, so at that point, I would definitely take the enclomiphene. It's only going to help. It's only going to help how you feel. It's going to help your testosterone levels stay balanced. I mean, so it's a lot more of just fertility. So I would definitely take it along with my TRT or HRT. I do today, guys. So everything I'm telling you guys, man, I do firsthand. I've been doing it for over 12 years myself. Every week for 12 years, right? And I've owned Tight Medical Center for 11 and a half. And every patient that is on with us is on the exact same regimen as far as those medications for HRT. And you never get negative symptoms. I get people all the time that go to these um, a la carte clinics is what I call it. Oh, you just want testosterone? Cool. There's 200 bucks. 200. Oh, cool. You got your testosterone. And they start taking this and they start thinking, well, that's all I need to do. We've been general practitioners where they don't test estradiol or different tests like we do. They test just total testosterone, maybe free in total. And at that point, they're like, all right, well, this is no good. We'll fix this. But they don't even look at the other other things in the picture that should be looked at, right? It's all about paying attention to the details. Can we use you just for labs and recommendations to get tests through another source? Absolutely. Dale Bieber. Listen, guys, you can get any of our therapies just through us. So let's say you don't even want testosterone replacement or HRT through us. You're doing it somewhere else. You're fine with that. But we have the best price on labs nationwide. You can get labs through us, get the labs, take them wherever you want. That's fine. But if you want to use this for anything down the road too, glutathione, ECAs, Hercules Potion, any of the peptides, anything else, you're good to go. You're good to go. And you can utilize this just for something like that. And if you want to get HRT or something like that from somewhere else, it's totally up to you. It's totally up to you. We don't lock people in to say, well, you, you can't get anything from us unless you go through us and get testosterone or HRT. No, it doesn't work like that. I'm never going to do that. I don't lock people in contracts or anything. There's some crazy stuff that I've seen out there, um, and I'd never make our, our patients do anything like that. So, yes, you can get just a laugh through us if that's what you want, Dale. Pedro Herman said, is enclomiphene safe for liver and kidneys? 
Yes, it's safe for liver and kidneys. Um, it's not going to damage liver and kidneys. You know, especially the dose you're taking uh, through us, it would never damage them like that. So you shouldn't have any problems as far as that goes. All right. Uh, all right, all right. Um, just saw Titan Girl, the South Tampa Crunch, represent. I'm not a therapist. I like that name, but that's awesome. So South Tampa Crunch representing. Uh, my day, I think my day was there. So we should have somebody at Dale Mabry, I believe, today, Hillsboro, um, I guess South Tampa. So big shout out to everybody, all our Titan girls that are representing out there. Did she give you a bag and a, a tank top? Hopefully she did. If she didn't, if you want to stop by Titan Medical Center any day of the week, we can hook you up with a free tank top. Just say, listen, I seen John on Titan Talk, and I want to get a free tank top. He promised me, and we'll hook you up, all right? But she should have. But if she didn't, don't worry about it. You guys can get one from me if you guys come down to the, the center personally. You don't have to get anything. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to sign up for anything. All you do is just get the tank top. You'll be good to go. Now, Patty D in the house, Magic Nerd, Brad the Hood, Big Chief, uh, Pat Russo in the house, Smith James, Be Hurry, Kojak, Wellness, MPC, Cooper, Local Vocal, what's going on? Kaji Gus, what's up, dude? Werner Bross, Jose, what's going on? Wellness, MPC, can you use T4 liver thyroxine on a contest prep? I wouldn't recommend it. I'm just being honest. Lindsay McCarthy in the house. What's going on, girl? Hope all is well. I'm trying to come back to the Titan lifestyle. Let's go. All right, so can you use T4 liver thyroxine on prep contest? Now, my big question to you, well, Wellness, uh, MPC, is what do you want to use it for? Right, and most people use T4 liver thyroxine, and if you guys don't know what this is, these are thyroid medications, and these are to, you know, help the thyroid improve, I guess, and uh, so you can lose weight, pretty much. That's what a lot of people use T4 and liver thyroxine for. Um, now, listen, I'm just being honest with you. I've seen a lot of people abuse these medications and screw up their thyroid forever. That's why I asked, you know, what are you using it for? Is it for weight loss? You're trying to cut? because there are a lot better therapies out there, medications that we offer that will help you cut a lot better and will not mess with your thyroid at all. I've seen people abuse their thyroid with these medications because their coaches tell them, take this much, take that much, and you know what? It never comes back normal, ever again. And then they're stuck on thyroid medications the rest of their lives. And thyroid, guys, it is no joke. Thyroid can mess with everything in the body, your hair, your skin, your nails, um, your how tired you are, energy lies, um, sleep, so many different things that are getting affected by thyroid. You know, everything is connected to the body, you know, at that point. So, you know, you really just can't just shut off one thing or, or say, you know what, don't worry about that. It's not really going to affect me because everything comes together and everything works together. So at that point, you know, you can have some problems. You got a lot of great peptides. Can't wait to hear about the peptide of the week. So, Kaji Gus, I did cover that. The peptide of the week for this week is AOD9604. is an, an anti-obesity drug. Um, and at that point, it works by helping you unlock the stored fat in your body and utilizes fat, and it helps you from not storing fat in the body too as well. It's a 176 amino acid sequence uh, out of the 191 in growth hormones. So you get all the benefits from it. You admin... Kazatrex. So, I think Hold Not Law is talking about the oral testosterone. Kazatrex. Um, so, there is an oral testosterone out there. It's uh, brand new. Got approved by the FDA in January. And uh, this one's a little bit different as far as that goes. Um, you know, you can take it orally, but 
you might have to take you know double the dose per day um, you know to get what you need but we are going to start offering this 100 uh, percent we already do we're just you know we're getting around the protocols of what we want to do and offer for our patients and making sure it's going to be okay for them so this one um, now i know a lot of people are like well oral testosterone's got to be toxic for the liver so this actually does not get passed through there it actually um, goes in through the lymphatic system. So at that point, it works a little bit different than uh, like an oral per se. Even our, our trochees. So our trochees are an oral form, but those get are sublingual, and um, that's how they get absorbed throughout the body too as well. All right, so what up, team? Hope you ladies and gentlemen had a great holiday yesterday and I are having one today. Awesome, Jose. We had a great one. We appreciate it. We're still working over here for sure. Uh, two wheels down. What's going on? Jorge, Poras, what's going on? Philadelphia in the house. We service Philadelphia too as well. All right, so what do we got in here? Um, what state are you in? Or he said we're in Tampa and we service everywhere in the United States. Um, is clomiphene alone to make a difference? So there's clomiphene and there's inclomiphene, Bourbon Rick. I would take inclomiphene. And yes, they will definitely make a difference and they will definitely boost numbers for sure, 100%. But inclomiphene is better than clomiphene. I know it sounds really the same. You're like, well, what's there? it's different by molecular structure. And at that point, what it's going to really do is it will raise numbers for sure in both. Now, some people don't really feel a difference symptom-wise, depending on what the numbers are. And even if the numbers are good, if you still have symptoms, then you know, it's not really doing what it should for you. But enclomiphene really does work pretty good for a lot of our patients that have not started testosterone yet and wanted to do something beforehand. So let me know, all right? Uh, if you start taking it or if you want to take it through us, it's real simple and easy to do. Is it like M12? So I know MT2, uh, but M12, explain. What, what is it like? I don't know what you're referring to right there. Sorry. Uh, do do any, we got any more? All right. Uh, I trust Type Medical with my life. They don't ever let me down. Thank you, Jose. That's a big compliment uh, to us. And we want to do stuff for everybody out there. We'll make sure everybody's health is number one priority. Is, is, you know, if you're a patient with us, that is number one priority. Um, and want to get your results too, the healthiest way possible, right? Oh, sorry, I got cut off. Do you offer Casatrex or something close to this for clients that may not like needles? So yes, we do offer sublingual trochies already. So that is one way that if you don't like needles, you can definitely do it. Casatrex is a commercial product, so it is a lot more expensive than doing the sublinguals through us. So if I had to say to somebody, hey, you know, which way would you want to go? If they say, listen, finance, I don't care, then this could be a good route to go. But if you're like, hey, listen, I don't, I don't want to spend $300 a month on testosterone replacement because these are very expensive because they're commercial products. Then we can do the sublingual for you and we can do it at a third of the cost and, and it's just as effective, okay? I've, I've seen the blood test on both of these and like I said, super effective both ways, all right? Shout out to South Africa in the house. Werner Bras, what's going on, bro? I hope all is well. Hope all is well out there. Does Noveldex lower or block estrogen? Great question, two wheels down. All right, so let's talk about this. It's a really good one. So Noveldex, okay? Um, tamoxifen, that's the main active ingredient, right? So, so Noveldex, it blocks estrogen in the receptors in the breast, right? So when you take Noveldex, it won't work with lowering total estradiol in the body, but what it will do was it will it will target the breast receptors, the estrogen receptors in the breast, and it will stop it and block it, right? So that's the first use. So 
Noveldex was the original aromatized inhibitor for breast cancer patients. And all aromatized inhibitors were made for breast cancer patients. So you know that. And breast cancer goes in girls mostly, right? But guys get breast cancer too as well. So with this, you know, that is the area that people were more most concerned about because of gynecomastia and stuff like that. But, you know, it, like I said, it only works for the breast receptors. So, you know, that means you can hold water. So you have water retention. You can have irritability. So you have, you know, emotional instability. So at that point, you know, that's not the best aromatized inhibitor to take. I would take an astrozole if you're going to take it, a Remedex. Um, Noveldex is all right if you're having flare-ups and stuff like that to lower it down. I know some people that have to take Noveldex and an astrozole together because they still get some flare-ups. So just, it is what it is. Wellness NPC have high levels of thyroid. So TSH, is, is that what you're talking about? Is it your thyroid stimulating hormone that's up? Or is it particularly T4 or T3? Let me know, because there's a difference with this. And still, if your levels of thyroid are extremely high, there are different medications out there that will balance your thyroid, like Armour Thyroid, and will balance everything out. So if it truly is a thyroid problem, and people do have thyroid problems, it's not something they've abused medications and got it, some people automatically have thyroid issues. So if you do have a thyroid issue, we can help that too as well. Um, but we'd have to look at labs and, and look at everything, you know, not just say, hey, listen, go on T4 or levothyroxine. Now, levothyroxine is used um, in some of these different cases, depending on what part or what's going on with the thyroid. So, you know, it really depends. And like I said, everybody's different. And that's why I say, you know, I don't say yes or no to anything because it could be a one-time thing for a one-time person that might need it. Jim Harder style, what's going on? Polymar, be moving in the house. ND Gar, what's going on? Lord Rifter, how you doing? Uh, how will the blood panel check help me? Good question. A9355754. Okay. So, how will a blood panel check help somebody? So, this is really simple and really easy. One, it's going to go over, you know, a lot of the different things you might need to be looking at internal organ-wise. So, it's going to go over your li liver, your kidney, your electrolytes, a fasting blood sugar, uh, count it's going to go over your complete blood cell count red blood cell count white blood cell count hemoglobin hematocrit so let's go down this if you have liver function issues alt ast if you have kidney issues egfr uh or creatinine issues we want to look at that no right away um if you're fasting glucose and you've fasted for that blood test is high could have an issue right there as far as being pre-diabetic or diabetes type 2 um you know a complete blood cell count you're going to look at white blood cell count. Now, if you have some infection or some issue going on, usually that's going to be up. So at that point, you're going to be able to see, hey, listen, I have a problem here. Red blood cell count, hemoglobin, hematocrit, you're going to look at those things. If those things are up, you're going to have a problem. So you want to look at those. Uh, if you're a guy, because I don't know if you're a guy or a girl here, but if you're a guy, we do a PSA. So that's a prostate, you know, check and make sure that's okay. And if that's high, you might want to go get checked up. Make sure that you don't have prostate cancer or you're in the early stages possibly. Um, and then we go down to, you know, your cholesterol. Obviously, want to look at your cholesterol, good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, um, the ratio. We do a full, complete thyroid panel, TSH, T3, T4, so make sure that's okay. Free and total testosterone, you want to look at both of those to make sure everything's okay there. Estradiol for guys to make sure that's okay and balanced. We want to look at progesterone, too, as a male, and we want to look at IGF-1 levels, which is growth hormone levels, and then you're going to look at B12 levels, too, as well. That's in just our full, in-depth basic panel and then we can add on a whole bunch of other different tests whether it's prolactin hemoglobin a1c or all these different things but what i just said is what we're going to check for and that can help you out in amazing in a, in a number of different ways 
amazingly. So, you know, if, you know, let's say liver functions are high, you know, put it on ronoglutathione, liver functions go down, your body's working optimal again. If your free and total testosterone's off, this could be causing you to have depression, uh, mood swings, um, low motivation, right? Um, this could fix that. Estradiol's off, we could fix that. Thyroid's off, fix that. Cholesterol's off, you want to fix that. I mean, there's so many different things that it goes over. And if one thing's off, that'll give you the chance to be able to fix it. And at that point, be able to, you know, be in the know, per se, and make an educated decision. So at that point, I would definitely do the blood panel to make sure, you know, what's going on. What are the most important blood markers to test for? This really depends on the person, right, and their family history or what they're coming in for. But the things I just named, those are probably some good markers to look at. Um, because it's just like, hey, listen, you know, we want to look at these different things because we want to make sure everything's where it should be. And if it's not or where it shouldn't be, then at that point, you know, we can make some changes or we can fix it and optimize it, right? But I would definitely, obviously, you want to look at, you know, the majority of your organs. So you want to look at liver, kidneys. You know, um, at that point, you want to look at hemoglobin A1C, sugar levels. You want to look at blood counts, complete blood cell count. You know, cholesterol, like I said, full thyroid. Um, and then your hormones. I mean, if you can, you know, if there's other issues per se going on that I'm not talking about symptom-wise, you might need another blood test for something like that. But I'm just mentioning off the bat what we would look for right off the bat and what I would think important markers would be to look for. You know, something that's going to make sure that you're going to survive, you're going to live another day. That's first priority. Insulin, yes. So insulin's looked at too as well on some of these different tests. Um, there's a fasting insulin and stuff like that. So you can look at that. But usually you look at, your 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 um your sugar levels right and that that would be on there right and um that would say you're fasting now if you're fasted and those sugar levels come back high then you're going to want to run a hemoglobin a1c and you can run an insulin fasted test with that and that'll tell you exactly where those things are at okay but usually you know if, if hemoglobin a1c is okay and sugar levels are, are good then you're going to be good looking for insulin resistance so like i said those things are up, you're usually going to have insulin resistance. If you're pre-diabetic or diabetic type 2, you're in a really higher category for having insulin resistance. Now, there are medications out there that can reverse insulin resistance and control your hemoglobin A1C. So when you're talking about semaglutide, terzepatide, metformin, some of these different medications out there um, are utilized to help control these different things and will reverse insulin resistance. So if you have it, you can reverse it and, you know, and get upon your way of a better metabolic life for your body, okay? Um, I bought blood work from you guys coming up Friday. I added ACG to my test regiment two weeks ago. Should I push back my blood work? Or do you think I'm balanced? I bought blood work from you guys coming up Friday. I had ACG my test regiment two weeks ago. Should I push back? No, I wouldn't push back your blood work. You'll be good, dude. Yeah, for sure. And how how is ACG, because you were taking probably clomiphene before, ACG is probably going to boost you up a little bit more. Um, you know, that was one thing I do notice with ACG. You might have a little bit more uh, pep in the step downstairs. Um, you know, ATG can boost testosterone levels maybe a little bit higher, you know, as far as that goes. But I think you should be balanced. Just make sure that you're following um, everything as, as you should. Do you check for homocysteine on a basic blood panel? No, we don't. But we can. We can definitely add that for like 25 bucks. It's not a crazy test to add. Um, you know, we can test it. And we might test it for cert some certain people depending on their medical history after we find out. 
What about the vitamin panels? How important are those and how can they optimize my life more than it is? Okay, so there's one big panel that tests every amino acid in the body that we do. Tests non-essential and essential. And these do so many different things. Like amino acids have so many important jobs or precursors to other things in the body. So, you know, checking aminos is one thing. And then vitamins. If you have vitamin deficiencies, you'll start feeling different ways health-wise. I mean, even people are anemic, right? They're low on B12 and stuff like that. Like, that can really affect them. There's a lot of vegans out there that, because of their diet, they don't get certain vitamins, and B12 is one of them. And if you don't get these certain vitamins, this could cause a number of different health issues, right? So it is important to have, you know, vitamin balance, amino acid balance, hormone balance. Like I said, the whole body should be harmonically balanced. That means everything should be optimized to where it's good, healthy, upper ranges of things, not lower bottom end or deficient of things. So that's crazy, right? So you definitely want to make sure that that's balanced, right? Do bloods in South Africa, but send the results to Titan for interpretation and advice. Okay. So I have had a lot of people do this with me. Now, the only thing I ask for is if you do send the blood results, they have to be in English. And they will be, I think, coming from South Africa. I've had some people go to Mexico and they're in Mexico clinics and they send us the blood work. And yeah, I have some girls that read Spanish here, but it's it's harder for our providers that don't. So at that point, I want to make sure the providers have something that they can read. It's pretty upfront. Um comparable to what we do so we can give you the right answers right and we can definitely do the interpretation and advise you what you should do we can't send the meds there but at that point we will tell you hey listen you should probably do this if you have low testosterone increase it you could probably do this program um, and give you some good ideas of what you should do if you have anybody here in the united states that that could send it to you we can send it to them first too as well and that could help you out too all right do you sell anything that reduces insulin resistance absolutely semi-glutide dude Semi-glutide, tears epitide, these things can actually uh, reverse insulin resistance. I don't think about reducing insulin resistance. I don't think you can reduce insulin resistance. Either you have insulin resistance or you don't. You know, it's not like, hey, I got insulin resistance at like 20%. Can I move back down to 10? Um, now, obviously, like I said, insulin resistance is a big factor for a lot of people um, that already have it. So at that point, like, how do you reverse this? And obviously, listen, changing your diet and exercising will help right away. It will. Sleeping will definitely help along with that. Now, to really help and really reverse, that's where you can that's where you can use some of these medications. And if you're eating correctly and you're exercising correctly, you can definitely reverse insulin resistance. Um, and I've seen people come out of being di- diabetes type 2. So a diabetic type 2 person doesn't mean they're stuck there for life. But... Big changes have to happen. And if you just got into that uh, category per se, that is, that, that's the most important time where you need to reverse things out, do the best for yourself you possibly can. And you'll get out of insulin resistance and being type 2 diabetic, hopefully. You know, now I'm not going to guarantee for everybody. I have seen a lot of people reverse this in a lot of different ways. So um, I think you guys would be good to go, all right? Uh, mm. A lot of people join us today. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you guys. All right. Keep shooting out the questions. All right. And I'll just go over one thing for you guys. All right. So do you guys have a game plan to reach your health and fitness goals? All right. And what steps are you guys taking for your success? So, you know, I'm on live with Mike earlier today. and We're talking to a lot of people. And we're talking about hitting their goals or changing their lifestyle and such. 
And, you know, there's a lot of people because of New Year's resolutions that are trying to do this and go about it every single year. But the problem is there's a lot of people out there that don't have a game plan set forth. They don't have it written down. They don't know what they're going to do. They just know they're going to go in the gym, they're going to change their diet, and they're going to lose weight, right? That's really cool and easy to say. But you have to have some sort of plan, especially if you've never done it before. So if you've done it before, and let's say you've, you, know, you were 300 pounds and you went on some diet and exercise program and medication program and you lost 150 pounds. And then you decide, you know what, I'm good. I've already lost all the weight. And then you stop doing everything, you gain all the weight back. Well, you know how you got to that before. So you have some sort of knowledge. But there are a lot of people out there that have no knowledge because they've never done it before. They've never got to a goal where they really, really want it to be, the end goal. They might have hit benchmarks along the way but never hit the end goal. So at that point, like, you have to have that, that plan written down. Now, you can write down on a piece of paper in a notebook, old school way. You can type on your phone because your phone's there with everybody. And 50% of people have iPhones. Use your notes. I use my notes. Use your notes. Type it in, right? Voice it in, whatever you want to do. Write down what the game plan is. My game plan is to lose or to gain 10 pounds of muscle or lose 50 pounds. All right, cool. So that's my goal. What am I going to do to accomplish this goal? And I can't just say, well, I'm going to eat a whole bunch of calories and I'm going to go work out. All right, no, no, no. I'm going to exercise at least three to four times a week. I'm going to schedule these days. I'm going to change my nutritional plan and this is what my nutritional plan is going to be. This is how many calories that I want to hit per day, right? And then I'm going to go and attack this plan and be consistent with the plan. I'm going to sleep this amount of time. I'm going to drink, you know, a half a gallon of water per day. Um, these are my goals. And how I'm going to do this is I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to come home. I'm going to shower, get ready for work. I'm going to eat and then I'm going to drink some water the whole day. And throughout the day, I'm going to drink a liter every hour, per se, whatever it is, and then just go about that plan. Now, listen, if some things change, you can adapt the plan. And, and, and make it sure that, you know, you're on point because some, th some things might change. You might say, you know what? I need to work out four to five days a week. I need to take my calorie count down 500 calories or 200 calories, whatever it is. And then you start attacking the plan like that, right? This is what I'm going to eat to attack that plan. I'm going to eat chicken and broccoli or chicken and white rice or steak and, and potatoes or whatever it is. And if you don't know some of this stuff, this is really something you can really look up online uh, you know, how many calories you should be intaking a day. It's usually 2,000 for the general person. So if you go down to 1,500 calories and you expend, let's say, 3,000 calories, you went the whole 1,500 calories, your body's going to start losing weight. And the whole point of this is, is that you want to lose fat mass, but you want to hold on to the fat-free mass. So fat mass is fat, right? Well, there's visceral fat, fat, but you want to hold on to fat-free mass, which is muscle. So at that point, you want to make sure that you eat enough protein in this too as well. All right, uh, wellness NPC. What the level of testosterone in women? My testosterone total LC MS MS. Well, of testosterone in women, my testosterone. All right, so it didn't say what your number was on here, wellness. Um, now listen, testosterone for women, you know, is zero through forty. Is it, it's that's what the reference range is. I think on LabCorp, different labs have different reference ranges. Now I would say a girl up to like ninety nine, maybe a hundred tops is okay. Um, but you're saying that it's greater than 10. So if it's greater than 10, that's good, right? But I, I, if it's less than 10, that's no good. 
And I have seen girls less than one come back on our blood test. So at that point, like if you get up to like, let's say 60, 80, 90, you're going to be good. Even up to 100. Now that's more than double what the reference range is. And for some people that's like, well, that's a lot then, right? It's really not as far as that goes. But once you start getting above that, right? And I'm not saying it's 110 or 120, but I've seen girls like three, 400. And that's when the negative symptoms start coming. The deepening of the voice, the clitoral enlargement, the hair in places they haven't got hair. Maybe it's their face, their back, their shoulders, wherever. So you don't want that, right? The whole point to this is you getting all the benefits without any negative side effects. And some of these negative side effects, especially for women, for us guys don't matter. We took more testosterone, our voice deepens, we're good with that. We got some more hair on our back, on our shoulder, all right, what is what it is. But and we don't have a clitoris, clitoris to enlarge, so you know there's nothing going on down there. But for girls, they don't want to lose their femininity. They want to be feminine. They want to, you know, look beautiful and cute and have nice curves and and not be all hairy and and not have you know a little peepee downstairs because that's ultimately what it looks like when it starts sticking out. I don't know if you guys have ever seen clitoral enlargement, but the clitoris literally lo looks like this and it looks just like that and it sticks out. I've seen them. It's not the most attractive thing for some guys. Some guys might love it, right? <laughs> I guess it's, it's all up to you what, what you like and what you don't. But for most girls out there, they don't like that. Constantinus, what's going on? Reloaded, how you doing? Sonita, what's going on? All right. Randall, what's going on? Uh, I can see the watch. Uh, everybody sees them blind them, right? Um, okay. So back to the goal. Game plan, put it in place. Write down everything you need. Start attacking it. Right, have your specific goals and how you're going to reach those goals specifically laid out, and that's the way you're going to take your steps for success and achieving those goals. All right, don't quit, stay with it, stick it out. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Right, everybody would be jacked, stacked, you know, skinny, I guess, or whatever it is. Right, whatever, whatever it is, whether it's business or your body or whatever. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And when it's not easy, people want it, right? But some people will not sacrifice and will not work hard enough to get it. So that's just what it is. That's why there's a small percentage of people out there that have abs or are not obese, um, you know, or overweight. That's just is what it is. All right. So um, got about a three minute. Three minutes. All right, so let's go through the poll question. I was going to talk about isometric exercise or cardio. Listen, I'll talk about it real quick. Isometric exercise versus cardio. What's it best for lowering blood pressure? They, they did a study over 15,000 people, right, to see what was the best exercise plan, whether it was HIT, resistance training, uh, isometric training, um, and there was one more, but they, they, they did all the testing on this. Isometric training was the best of lowering blood pressure. And they even said that if you have high blood pressure, it's not in check, it's extremely high, it's not good for you to go in there to the gym and lift a whole bunch of weights, right? It's just not good in anything, either isometric. You want to be able to get your blood pressure under control and then go and be able to work out. Isometric training, so if you guys don't know what it is, it's like wall slides, it's like pushing against a, a stable wall as hard as you can, it's resistance, not going anywhere, but there's no movement in the joint areas. Right, just flex. Um, so check it out. Isometric wall sits are the best for this. They said wall sits. Couldn't believe it. I'm like, damn, wall sits. That's simple. Anybody could do wall sits, but that is the best one. They said across the board for lowering blood pressure. That's an isometric exercise. Planks were in there. Um, there were a couple other ones, but I'll, I won't have time to get to it. Just check it out. It's really cool. 
All right, so what are your top obstacles for losing weight? 18% said staying motivated. So people can't stay motivated. A lot of people. I'm surprised that number is not higher. 27% said no time to meal prep, bad food choices. Guys, you guys can, can change this real simple and easy. If you guys can't find good food choices, I, I, where are you guys going? Because if you guys are out and about and you guys are at work per se, there's got to be something around you that might have just chicken breast or something for you that might be healthy. Salad, grilled chicken, something. So do that, right? Um, meal prep times. Listen, guys, everybody has Sunday night. I don't know anybody out there unless, excuse me, you're working Sundays. You'll probably have some days off and some other days. Those are your days to get things done. So please, there's companies out there that you can buy meals from. They're probably about the exact same amount of money that you're spending on meals that are out. So just do what you need to do to get the food in there. Food is a big part of this. All right. No time to exercise. Be active. 18% also saying this. Guys, 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 come on, man. Listen, I'm super busy, and I still have time to exercise and get some activity. Maybe not as much as I used to before. I understand that. It might be down a little bit. But even when, you know, I had a newborn kid working a full-time job, not a Titan. I was, my boss, I was working a full-time job 80 hours a week, maybe probably more. Um, you know, working out two hours a night still at that point and still had time to get exercise, do my meal prep, and spend time with my family. Not as much, but still spend time with them. And still get everything done. 36% said all of the above. And that is the biggest number. So people are having problems staying motivated. No time to meal prep. No exercise. So you guys just aren't doing nothing. Come on, guys. Come on. Don't Listen, I want to see this number change. I want all you guys to get better. At least at some of these different things. It don't have to be everything. But if you can start mastering or doing better at some of these different things. One, if you stay motivated, you're probably going to do the next two. Right? So get motivated. Stay motivated. You know, if not, exercise, be active, try to eat better, right? Do something like that. All right, upcoming Titan events. This weekend, 121, Sunday, Vinoy Park, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We have Festival of Speed. Titan Medical Center is a main sponsor of this. We will be out there with some of the Titan cars, I think four of them. Um, have a full booth set up. Please come out and join us. Sign up on the iPad, get a free T-shirt, talk to us, take some pictures with us, with the cars, with the, with the Titanettes, whatever it is, and have a good time. It should be a, a, a nice day. It might be a little cooler, so make sure you bring a, a little jacket or something with you just in case. But it should be a great time. You know, we might even give away a few tickets for this, so stay tuned for that. 